We're approaching the cycle's end of iOS 16, macOS Ventura, and watchOS 9. While these operations seem likely to continue to receive major updates for months and months, Apple has already introduced the major changes and additions it first previewed during the WWDC 22. As a result, we have already grown tired of them and are anticipating the next wave of big releases. iOS 17, along with macOS 14, watchOS 10, and iPadOS 17 could launch as soon as June 5 as developer betas. Apple will be streaming the opening keynote of WWDC 23 on that day. And if you want more updates on that, just tune into the previous episode. And we expect the first bills to go live soon after. As we await one of the biggest tech events of the year, we have been hearing some whispers about these upcoming updates. And in today's episode of the iGeeks blog show, I'm going to be discussing, let's just call it my wishlist for iOS 17 and everything we are expecting for the new iOS to have and the rumors we have been hearing so far. Hello and welcome to the iGeeks blog show. I'm your host Harshanki. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about iOS 17. Don't forget to connect with us on our social media channels. And if you want all of this information in written format, download our app. I've added the links in the description. And if you want to connect with me, just hit me up on Instagram, Harshanki with an extra I. Alright, so before I begin with my wish list and the ideal things I'd like to have in the latest iOS, here are the rumors that we've been hearing about so far. Now, two iOS 17 rumors are the strongest contenders, okay? Like, these are the rumors I believe might materialize in WWDC this year. Like, for starters, it appears that iOS 17 won't be jam-packed in terms of new major additions because Apple is reportedly shifting its efforts to reality OS, the mixed reality headsets operating system. You know, when, when, when we initially started hearing rumors for Apple's Reality Pro, I was in awe of the gadget. I loved it so much. But when you keep hearing rumors for three years and nothing actually comes out, it kind of loses its charm, right? At least for me, that's the case. However, it might be different when I see the device in my hands for real because I had a similar feeling at AirPods Max's launch. I, I'd just gotten over the anticipation and the moment I saw that baby. I mean, it was a different feeling altogether. So some change, coming, coming back to iOS 17, some changes that had potentially been planned for this year may be pushed to a future major release, such as iOS 18. Fortunately, though it appears that the software could be introducing plenty of minor user-requested features. Another whisper I've been hearing is that potential app side-loading support. We're all familiar with European Union and pressing Apple for the monopolistic practices. Now, with the entire political tension going on with Apple, the company could open up this feature, at least in Europe. How and if the iPhone maker will regulate side-loaded apps is yet to be seen, though. Apart from these two rumors, there have been some whispers claiming that iOS 17 will redesign the control center. Oh my god, thank god, finally! It will boost the dynamic island's purpose and offer more advanced AOD customizations, in addition to tweaking the camera and the health apps. However, the source of these leaks has a limited history in this department. So how inaccurate they actually are remains to be seen. 
I had been so caught up with reality pro to be honest that I really couldn't follow Mark Gurman on what he said about iOS 17. So if you have any more rumors about iOS 17 that I should know about, don't forget to connect with us on our social media channels or just drop me a DM on Instagram, guys. Let's talk iOS 17. Well, Apple entertained fixing its audio app on iOS 17 though. I mean, the words Apple and tight ecosystem go hand in hand. And many people invest in the company's products and minimally depend on other brands' hardware to enjoy the seamless integrations on hand. Start a freeform board on your iPad, then you can resume it on the Mac. Copy on your frickin' iPhone and paste it on a nearby iPad. Let's not even mention universal control, sidecar, and other continuity features available across Apple devices. However, for some reason, Apple still hasn't baked an equivalent to Spotify Connect on its platforms, which allows you to control the music playback on any of your signed-in devices. It's a, it's a very Apple-like feature that, for reasons best known to them, remains absent. And now that I'm used to handing off my Apple Music queue to and fro from my HomePod Mini, I'm especially frustrated that this feature is unavailable on non-HomePod devices. If my iPad and Mac can control the music on my HomePod, they should be able to control it on my iPhone too, no? Another minor frustration is the lack of a crossfade feature. Surprisingly, Apple Music on Android <laughs> supports it, but it's still missing on Apple operating systems. I come from a generation who used to listen music on Spotify even before the app was legal in the country. I, I'm sure a lot of '90s kids have also done the same way. That's how loyal I was to Spotify. To an extent, still am. I, I kind of juggle between Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify now. But back in the days when I used to rely heavily on Spotify, I loved, absolutely loved how songs smoothly transitioned into each other, instead of stopping and starting abruptly. Maybe 2023's big OS release will introduce that. And finally. There are podcast. Apple just ignores podcast and that app's development. It has just sidelined the goddamn app. It never gets any attention from Apple. And with every passing year, the music app is also getting upgraded with new UI elements and features, which only widens the gap between music and podcast. The latter now looks super outdated when hopping back and forth between the two applications. Apple did start paid podcast subscriptions, and it's been there for a while now. It would only make sense for it to maintain it and keep this revenue source appealing to users. Fingers crossed for an iOS 17 overhaul, man. Being a podcaster, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how to put this. You know, when you're in tech and you freaking love tech and you have an entire podcast just talking about Apple tech, it really sucks that the app looks so outdated. Tell me if you can relate with it, man. Now, speaking of overhauls, there has been a complete redesign section on every iOS wishlist. Let's be realistic: an iOS 7 like total revamp is likely going to happen anytime soon, if ever. Considering the complexity of iOS today and the new bugs that surface with every major OS release, we can't expect an update that wrecks and rebuilds the user's interface from scratch. We've had some new interface features recently, though. iOS 16 got a redesigned lock screen, or the notification center. And in the preceding two years, we got home screen updates. 
the company now overhauls one significant aspect of iOS at a time, which ensures that the bugs and overall system stability remains under control. And if things get too buggy, the company only works in a single sandbox, which could easily contain the mess. Nonetheless, iOS has basically felt the same over the past few years. I can see and I know the little changes really matters, but this is if this is an OS update, okay? I mean, we're not really talking about the hardware at this point, but I've not really seen some drastic changes after iOS 12, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was just close to buying iOS 14 Pro, but I just didn't buy it because I didn't really see many changes in the hardware. I mean, over the past few years, iOS has had a couple of changes, but nothing extraordinary, nothing mind-blowing, just the little things. And I know it's... You gotta focus on the little things, they matter in the longer run. But it's an OS update, goddammit. We gotta see something huge. We gotta see something humongous, right? I'm, I'm not exaggerating, you guys. I'm a firm believer of don't fix what's not broken. But I'm a user too, and a user gets bored. I always stress on how familiarity benefits the user and their muscle memory. However, change is also good, especially when the transition is done smoothly in a way that doesn't shock the consumer. Here's a small thing Apple should focus on. For iOS 17, I hope we get app icons with more depth, similar to the ones introduced in macOS Big Sur. Apple has been bridging the gaps between its computer and mobile operating system. Oh my God, I know a lot of guys, are, you're going to kill me for calling it computer and mobile, but you know what? Suck it. By adopting the same icons everywhere, it can further familiarize its user with its common UIs. Another welcome change would be an update to some system elements. Many have looked the same since iOS 7, and a refresh is long overdue. I, for one, cannot stand how large the default on-off system toggle is. It clearly looks out of place. It definitely doesn't belong in 2023. Not to mention, the control center has looked the same for several years now and introducing more advanced customizations to it would be a welcoming change. One feature I wish Apple would copy from other side is background OS updates though. Typically, I install beta software updates on five devices every week. And I know the average user receives like one of these per month and likely doesn't care. But a very welcoming addition would be the ability to install these updates in the background while the devices are on and usable. Once the process concludes, we can then reboot our iPhones to apply the changes introduced in the latest build. Newer versions of iOS already support rapid security responses and system file updates. So this implementation would only expand to include major OS updates. A while back, Apple introduced a very handy and underrated watchOS feature, that is, the wireless OS recovery. Before this change, when someone bricked their Apple Watch, they had to head to the nearest Apple store, assuming the country had one. The employees at their store would then restore the operating system through the hidden watch port on models older than Series 7. And to make everyone's life easier, users, in many cases, now can just rely on their iPhones to revive their dead watches. I certainly could see Apple introducing a portless iPhone down the door. It may not be iPhone 15 or 15 Pro, but it will likely happen with this decade. 
The company has already figured out wireless charging and wireless data transfer, which leaves us with OS recovery. And right now, if someone breaks their iPhone, they connect it to a Mac or Windows PC through its lightning port. They then depend on the computer to flash the operating system. If Apple plans to go portless, even if it doesn't, a handy addition would be the ability to restore a dead iPhone using another nearby iPhone, iPad or Mac, through the same watchOS mechanism. And this would spare the users the need to deal with cables, and it would also bring iPad a step closer towards becoming a PC replacement. iMessage iMessage is so popular in a lot of countries, particularly in the US. However, many regions don't depend on this platform for texting whatsoever. In some areas, people solely rely on WhatsApp, even for formal and business communications, while others rely on instant messaging apps, such as Line or Twitter or Instagram. When someone with an iPhone texts an Android user, the message is sent as an SMS, which means that without third-party IM apps, Users on the two different platforms can't exchange high-quality media, files, etc. Now, I'm not saying by incorporating RSC, the blue-green bubble issue will suddenly be dissolved or that Google will stop calling on Apple to implement it. I definitely don't expect the world to ditch WhatsApp anytime soon. However, it would be nice to have an option to reach those on a different platform properly without needing to depend on third-party solutions. Apple has explicitly stated that it hasn't implemented RSC because its users seemingly don't care about it. No, Apple, I'm a user. I care. And I'm not the only one. I can assure at least tens of thousands of other customers would appreciate having this addition. It's a decent bridge between two operating systems that will only help people together. Your Mac knows the battery level of your iPhone and iPad. And it's true. You can go ahead and launch the Find My App on any of your Apple devices. There, you will see the approximate battery level of each device. What I don't understand though, is why Apple still hasn't implemented this piece of data into the battery widget. We would certainly appreciate being able to view the level of any device through the easily accessible widget instead of launching the Find My App and trying to make approximate guesses based on the visuals. Apple devices are already aware of each other's presence. They act as a single entity, thanks to company's tight ecosystem. Such implementation should require a lot of resources, and it certainly would be a welcome change. Speaking of widgets, allowing us to interact with the recently revamped widgets would definitely bring them a step closer to perfection. It's the 21st century, and the phone app on iOS desperately needs a boost, and a predictive dial would be a good start for iOS 17. When I start hitting digits, the app should simultaneously scan for two things matching phone numbers in my contacts and contact names. I shouldn't need to dig through my contacts every time I want to make a call. Reintroducing the discontinued legacy favorite contacts widget for instance, it would be a welcoming change for iOS 17. Okay, I'm going to be speaking something controversial here because there is one Google Pixel phone feature that I would really like to see in iOS 17. That is now playing on the lock screen. For those of you all unfamiliar with it, supported Pixel phones scan your surroundings for music tracks all the time. When it detects a song, it displays its name in real time. 
and it also keeps a history log that lists all the tracks it has detected so even if you are not paying attention to your phone at a party you can still check the entire list of music they play after you leave Shazam already has an auto Shazam feature that listens to music in the background and as you might have heard Apple acquired Shazam a while back since then the company has integrated it into its operating systems and Siri it even offers a built-in optional music recognition toggle in the control center regardless of the Shazam app being in your phone or not But a welcome iOS 17 change with the introducing Pixel's now playing feature on iOS. And it's a very realistic and practical request, okay? Considering Apple owns Shazam and has been actively merging its features into its devices. Last but not the least, optimized battery changing. It's an iOS feature that aims to protect users' battery health. Your iPhone learns from your charging habits. and refrains from fully charging your iPhone until you need it so you can leave your iPhone plugged in overnight and it will only charge the final 20% right before you typically unplug it here's the thing though i don't follow uniform charging routines it would be handy to get a manually set optional charging schedule for iOS 17 this way i can leave the phone on its max of charging stand and instruct it to finish charging by when i plan to remove it I should have that much authority over my own phone, right? Oh no, there's one one more thing that I would like to see in iOS 17 updates. It's that Siri should be smarter. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't see Siri getting smarter with every OS update, and I'm assuming you don't either. Like at this point, I've lost count of how many times I might have asked Siri to turn my light red. only for it to start playing music i've never heard in my life it's also not greatest at maintaining context in a long conversation i almost wish apple implemented google assistant on iphones instead that virtual assistant is definitely smarter and more intuitive to use i always find myself overthinking how to phrase a command just to make sure siri will understand my request i s17 is still weak sibe However, Apple likely already has an idea of what are the general changes it is going to introduce. At this point, there's no way to tell whether it will be feature packed or mostly a bug fixing update that focusing on improving the battery life and patching the glitches introduced in iOS 16. What do you think? What are the features you want to see in iOS 17? Do let us know by connecting with us. We are available everywhere as IG's blogs. And if you want this information in the written format, don't forget to check out our app. I'm going to see you guys next week with more exciting content, hopefully testing a product or some interesting rumor about WWDC. So don't forget to tune into the IG's blog show. This is Harshanki signing off. See you guys next week. Sayonara.